Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. Rock and roll. Here we go, baby. Yeah. That's it. On a Thursday morning, Taz and the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. It is uh, Taz and the Moose with you. And CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by... Geico, great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. All right, let's kick off this third and final hour. Here we go, the three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. We finally get to hear from Ezekiel Elliott. We do. Let's hear from Zeke himself. Uh, back at camp, back at, uh, I should not say at camp, at practice yesterday for the Dallas Cowboys after inking that uh, six-year contract extension. Let's take a listen. Because I believe I'm the best. Was it important for you to be the highest-paid running back in football? Uh, it was. Why? Because um, I believe I'm the best. I was definitely really anxious, you know, because I definitely wanted to be here for the start of the season. Uh um, but, uh, you know, I'm happy it got done uh, when it did, and uh, I'm glad I was able to rejoin my teammates and, uh, you know, start the season with them. You know, there was just the ups and downs, and, uh, you know, some days it seemed closer than others, and, and uh, I mean, a lot of times I felt like we were getting close and then, you know, kind of regressed. So, I mean, there was just a lot of ups and downs. Uh, that happens uh, with the stress of a contract. I understand how much money the guys make, you know, Moose, but like I, I know years ago I've had that where it was in contract negotiations and my lawyer was talking to a, the company I was working for. It was WWE the one time, and, yeah, it, it, it gets stressful. You'd think that these guys just sit back and they enjoy themselves and they wait to get a bunch of money thrown at them. I can imagine that amount of money that's on the table and that his teammates are practicing, he's not there. Am I, was I feeling a little bad from at the time? No, but hearing him say that, He's bringing into his mind, Zeke Elliott is, how it's like, well, it was stressful for him because, you know, uh, he wasn't signed yet. And I guess he yeah. wanted to be with his team. And, yeah, he got paid the, the proverbial king's ransom now. But he is the NFL's leading rusher, and he is the best player on the Dallas Cowboys. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what, his confidence got to be through the roof right now. Yeah, I would, I would, I would totally agree with that. Um, and, and here is uh, Jerry Jones, the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys owner, on getting this deal done. Zeke has been arguably our best player. I'm not trying to be unfair to anybody else, but he's an incremental part to our success. Uh, We're glad to get him booked in. We're glad to have him uh, on the team. We're all overpaid, if you really wanted to look at it that way. For what he has done, how he's worked, how he's utilized his skills, uh, then he's in the marketplace of where we are in pro sports and pro football. Oh, there you have it. So that's the Cowboys owner. Let's hear from the head coach, Garrett, on having Elliott back aboard. Great to have him back. Uh, he was here this morning for the breakfast club meeting at 730 and uh, went through the walkthrough and anticipated him practicing today. So he's been a big part of our team. 
and uh, we're excited to have him back in the fold. Zeke's been a big part of our team. He's so well respected by everybody in our organization. He's been a really important player for us. So it's great to get him back in here. I know they were working hard on it last night. I was in those conversations. And then, you know, this morning uh, we woke up early and we found out the news and we got him in here and he's had a good day so far. Yeah, I mean, so there you have it. Uh, Elliot's happy. Cowboys owner's happy. Garrett's happy. They'll be taking on the Giants at 425 Eastern time on Sunday. Uh, in their home and, and season opener, Taz. So uh, everybody's happy, and we'll see if it equates to ultimately success in 2019. Yeah, I think they got a good chance of it, man. I, they might pick to win that NFC North, and we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens. I really think that um, they got everything clicking, and they're showing how much. I should say NFC East. I apologize. They they show they're going to show. I think this year how everything's going to click for them together. Jerry Jones is showing how much. He wants this thing to go. You know, he wants to win now, right now. He wants to win the big one. And, and he should. And, and he should. Uh, it's and been a while. I mean, that's the goal been, yeah. here. Uh, and it's been a while. And pressure's on everybody down there in Dallas. But Elliott's under contract. All right, number two. Number two. Antonio Brown Instagram at Raiders. Wow. When your own team want to hate, but there's no stopping me now, devil is a lie. Okay. Everyone got to pay this year. Oh so we clear. There you go. Hello. Uh, that is so Antonio Brown yesterday. Uh, that was after the uh, nearly $54,000 fine uh, came down uh, from the Raiders to Antonio Brown on him uh, uh, August 18th, August 22nd, missing a practice, missing a team walkthrough, Taz. So uh, he then fired back, posted the letter and the fine letter. And then uh, posted that on Twitter along with that. Yeah, it's Antonio Brown. He's just a real pain in the neck. On Instagram. He's just nonstop. You know what? Best receiver in the game, but he's just a big headache. I I thought he'd be a headache once the season got rolling if the Raiders were losing games. Instead, he's been a headache for the preseason and camp. Nonstop headache. I gotta say, uh, that was that was that was really funny. That Mike, that you got uh, you got uh, Zach to do the, the read like that. That was funny. Reading the Instagram, yeah, it was my idea. So we clear. Oh. Hey, I'm sure I did. Nice, the moves. Yes, good job, my man. Yeah, I, creative. Yes. I wish I was involved with that meeting, that creative meeting. But that's no. a good job by you, my friend. Yes. When your own Thank team you. want to hate, uh, there's no yes. stopping me now. Devil is a lie. Yeah, I love the idea. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate good job, buddy. that. Yes. It's not anyway. the only contribution I've ever made, but I appreciate that. Oh, Thank what does that mean? What, do you mean? what kind of a slight was that? I'm not sliding you. I'm I, saying it was a great idea. I know. I appreciate that. I was just joking. I'm just, putting you over. I, putting I, you over. You know, I, I don't do that much, you. Moose. You know me. I I'm understand. Not put yes, nobody over. but that works. So, um, you look at it for Brown now, it's a matter of getting back and playing football for the Raiders. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Um, and... Uh, the scenario is for this situation is is that they hope the headaches go away and the production uh, meet, it leads to success out there in Oakland because that's where they got him. I mean, they got him to make Carr a better quarterback. They got him to make that offense a lot better, a lot more dynamic. That's why they brought him aboard and make him uh, and brought him in for the Pittsburgh Steelers. If it doesn't and it leads to more and more headaches and there's a regression in the production, uh, then the Raiders are going to cut bait real fast. Yeah. Well, you know, it's gonna. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. I, I personally, uh, I personally think he's gonna do well. I think he's really motivated. I mean, from what you know, what he's saying there, what his statements were, kind of sounds like it's it's not about team anymore. It sounds like he's just angry about the fifty four thousand dollars, and it's like it's him against the world, including his teammates. That's what it's. That's what I'm reading into it. I could be wrong. That's my take. Did you read into it like that? 
Um, I read into it that um, I, lack like, of support. Like he's well, because he's saying it's me against. Uh, what is he? I'm par- I'm not looking at it right now. It's like me against not me against the world. It's he's saying okay when your when your own team want to hate, so he's knocking the ownership, uh, the front office, I should say. But he's not made his teammates there. But there's no stopping me now. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Everyone got to pay this year so we clear. So I don't think he's just talking about his opponents. I think he's trying to prove himself. Uh, he has no heat with his teammates. It's oh. to Gruden. It's to, it's to Mayock. That's what that shot's about. Uh, yeah, and then taking it out on the rest of the league. And I think he's trying to – I don't think he's going to be Mr. Nice Guy what his coach and the general manager either. Uh, That's what I'm taking from it. Yeah, yeah. I, um... I don't know if I read all that. I don't, uh, well, I think, think about he's, it. I think he's bothered well, and he's upset. Uh, I didn't read all that much into it. I didn't read it. I mean, I'm, I think he's bothered and upset. I don't know if he's going to take it out on his coach and, and the GM. He's I, I, My point in telling you how my mind thinks, I agree with you that he's going to take it out on the rest of the league. That's what he's saying. He said everyone's got to pay this year, so right. we're clear. That I agree with you on, but I also think part of that, because look, look at when he's putting this on Instagram. He's putting this on attached with the, the letter from Mayock that he got banged $54,000 for missing practices and walkthroughs and stuff like that. So he's mad about it. He's saying, sure. my team's hating on me, meaning Mayock and and, and, and yeah. Gruden. And I do think, my point is there'd be no reason just to put a vague statement out there saying everyone's got to pay this year. All my opponents, all these defenses I'm playing against. Like I, I think it's more than that. I think he's taking a shot. In his mind, combative mind, at the head coach, which I don't, I don't blame him, and the general manager. That's yeah. how I read into it. Uh, I mean, listen, you, you could be. I mean, I could be right. Could I could right be about that. I, I mean, uh, you know, that that's a that's a possibility. I, I listen uh, for the for the Raiders. I think the most important thing is they they want him to be a productive player on the football field. Uh, you know, John Gruden doesn't have to be going out and having dinner with him, nor does Mike Mayock, uh, or hanging out with him poolside. Uh, you know, uh, during off days, uh, you know, they just have to make sure that he's catching the football and being a productive receiver, Taz. And I don't know with, with the state of mind that Antonio Brown is in right now. I'm, you know, I don't know how many friends he's got uh, looking around. It seems like he's happy being an island of one um, and, and him being the, the sole occupant of that island. Uh, you know, he seems to do a nice job that way. So, uh, listen, I give the Raiders credit for finding him. They should have. They got to send a message. Uh, they want him to be a productive player. It was a constant drama and nonsense throughout the course of training camp. And you know what they said? When you're going to act like that, there's going to be a price to pay. And for the Raiders, it was nearly $54,000. Right. That's, it's a lot of money, but they sent the message, and you have to do that. You have to set the tone with a guy like this. Yeah, and they tried exactly to embrace right. him and love him, but he's been such a pain. All right, here we go. Let's go to the third one. Number three. Packers versus Bears kicks off tonight. Yes, Packers, Bears uh, tonight. Um, and it, you know, oldest rivalry, we know that. You're not getting the traditional uh, Super Bowl champion opening it up. You've gotten that before in the past, Taz. You're not getting that tonight. 100 year anniversary of the National Football League, which uh, I think a lot of people look at and uh, think uh, there's going to be a lot of celebrations over the course of the year signifying that, Taz. And uh, tonight it starts NFL football for real. We could put that what was albatross of preseason football in the rearview mirror. Huh. We've gotten through all of training camp, some teams healthier than others. 
and now it begins for real. We've got great football in what should be a, a very entertaining game in t- between two teams that have got playoff aspirations. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I really, I'm really looking forward to this. I mean, two two NFC old school, like you kind of saying, Smash Mouth grit type teams uh, playing that playing in Chicago at Soldier Field. So looking forward to that for sure tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's it's real, like you said, real football. Now all of us with our fantasy teams and the fantasy leagues, we can get locked and loaded. I got Aaron, I got Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback, but yet I'd like to see the Bears win the game. How odd is that? So like you know stuff like that. You have any Bears or Packers? I'm looking at I'm not uh, on your off team, the top so of my head. I don't, don't know. I don't, yeah. think, uh, I don't sure. think I do. I'm, I'm going to go to the rosters and look, but. But, um, yeah, anyway, so, yeah. So, so I have Geronimo sh- Allison? Maybe I have Geronimo Allison. Mm, I don't know. Uh, no, that was another draft. No, I do not. Uh, I don't believe I do. See, that's when you you don't have loyalty. Yeah, not like me. I have loyalty to Taz and the Moose Fantasy Draft League. I have loyalty uh, to one mean, league. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't think I have a Packer. I don't think I have a Bear. How do no. you keep up with all these leagues, though? Like, how do you do that? It's too much. Well, I, it probably is too much. You're right about that. You're probably right. I mean, that's a fair assessment. You play in those leagues for fun too, or is there a prize? No, there's a prize. Hello. No, there, there's a prize. Right. You can hopefully just uh, wondering reap the reward of your hard work over the course just of the year. Yeah, I, I had a feeling it was a prize. I know. Yeah, well, we we couldn't come to terms on a prize for this league. We got to do something because someone's going to win. I mean, I, I know, but we we could not reach a we could not reach an agreement. But well, we, we didn't went really, through it the other let's day. Be honest, we didn't really have full detailed discussions, then we probably should have it maybe in our post-production meeting later. Yeah, that's that. probably right. That might be a good thing. That would be. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, everyone, I'm sorry, what's your team? Oh, Dion's Dion's left, right? Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, I'm sorry to memorize that. Hold on. Let me look. I'm still confused. What did I trying say? To help. I said Dion's left. Because uh, you had a little bit of a disappointment in your voice that I didn't remember your name of your team. I didn't have a disappointment. Um, you have uh, Matt Ryan, QB, Mike Evans is your receiver, Stiggs, Barkley, Jacobs. I don't see any. Um, maybe on your bench. I don't see any no, Packers. I don't think I, don't think I do. Any, no, you don't. You have no one. I don't think I do. So I got to adjust my fantasy leagues today. All of them, right? Yeah, just kind of get them. So then I have an idea of where I want to go, and then maybe Sunday decisions. Wow. Something, man. You got a full plate, bro. I mean, really. Especially now, what, what you would, you know, you have all these leagues you're in because you're very popular. Everybody wants you in their league. And everybody loves Mark Belushi. No, no, no. Mark I, to, I should drop out. Uh, they're entertaining. They're fun. They can get frustrating and furious. How do you drop out now if you're in a league? Not now, after the season. I was going to say, you can't after do that. The I, have, no, I was invited to no leagues, except for this one. And I think that there well, could have been a vote for you guys one? not to have me in it. Aren't you doing the family one? The family. six-team league? Which family? You said you were in a, a six-team league for, with uh, family members. Yeah, they got rid of me. Oh. I'm not in there. No, Why? Was, Why they uh, I was causing it? a little bit of a hassle beforehand with my brother. Well, how could you call, you, all you guys are drafting as Pro Bowlers? Okay, I mean it's like a 16 league. <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't happen. And then it's I, like I, the but, cream of the crop. You don't even have to. There's not much effort or work. There. It's true, but I had it on the uh, on the tash. Not anymore. We used to have. I told, we did that the 16 league too, which every team was great. Oh, but you know, I, I, I just kind of said. Oh, maybe I confused that. Like nobody invited. No, I had a family thing too, but they threw me out. My brother knows, but now, I don't. I, see, the thing is, man, I don't have like, I don't have, you know, no one wants me in their leagues. Like nobody at CBS Sports Radio, that league you're in. Well, you there was no in, opening. 
So it began way before. But you I'm got a freaking main host on this show. No I'm, shot. They weren't going to screw you. How is it yet. no opens? That would be unfair people. to somebody that was in the league. No, already. no, life's not fair. Well, you can take over my team next year. No, no, I'm good. But what I'm saying is, I'm. It's it's the principle of it. Like, I would think that if someone like, let's just say, it's a producer or a board operator, you throw that guy out and you put in a main host like Taz. I'm a co-host of the morning drive show on CBS Sports Radio. I mean, I'm the man. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so why wouldn't I got more social media followings than everybody in the network combined? I'm yeah. speaking this humbly. Why? Well, I, I listen. You and I. Here's where we disagree. I don't need to force myself into a league. I'm just asked. You said how many followers does Rome have? I think a million something. Ah, right, he's got me beat. He's got me. He's also doing radio 600 years. I mean, so let's put it that, you know, maybe 550. What do you think? How many years? <laughs> I have been doing a while. Yeah. We're going to be doing a while. So you say, you're, you're unlike me, you don't force yourself. I didn't force. I'm not even invited. You don't have to. People, no, they, you're asking they someone, clamor you're asking, to you. You're asking. You're pleading on national radio for, to I'm be not forced pleading. into a league. No, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm not pleading. I, I didn't plead with you're nobody. You're like, I would, I, I would think I'd be welcomed true. in and you'd force somebody out. No, I just feel bad for me. That I'm not invited in the leagues. You and feel bad for yourself that you're not in, invited and, into And more importantly, I feel bad for whoever's running the league for CBS Sports Radio. Maybe you take it as like a come to Jesus moment. Well, what? That's a message. Maybe that be more welcoming. Oh, could be. Maybe you do that. Hard-ass Joe. That could be. You, Maybe, you point. know, be a little bit more. A little nicer you know, guy. Well, a little easier to talk to. A little nicer guy. A I'm little a little friendlier. Abrasive. I'm a little brave. I'm, I'm, but I'm well, not. Just, but you, you know, don't look I'm like not, you're grumpy all the time. I'm, kicking chairs. It's just my face. I mean, that's just the way. I mean, the chair's getting away. Shut up. I'm not. Listen, I'm not. You know me. I'm not into small talk. I, I don't do the, the, uh, the, the what do you yeah, call you it? The sweet nut. No, no that's not true. I, I'm sincere. I'm not disingenuous. So I don't do like the little sweet nut things. I don't do the, oh, how was your weekend, Bobby? Goon Jones. Uh, that's not my style. I'm more like, all right, let's go to work. Let's grind it out. I don't do, it's it's the it's a pro wrestling thing, bro. I've never heard, um, before we go to break, as we go to break, okay, as we go to break, I've never heard anybody in the wrestling business, after going to a Monday Night Raw, I've never heard anyone say to anyone, how was your weekend, Batista? I've never heard that in my life. Well, how nobody, was your weekend, Hulkster? Never. Nobody. We work. Yeah, well, okay. That's great. Exactly. Okay. All right. This is not wrestling, though. To me, it is. And this is not wrestling. We're not at Madison Square Garden. I know. We're near it. We're not far. Sometimes you have to change the way you approach people. Dude, 30 years, though, of that. What am I going to do? I mean, it's tough. You you can adjust. 30 years. I'm going to Everyone can evolve. Have a good day. You're right. Pete's not wrestling today. But you can ask him how his day went. Pete's not wrestling. All right. Come back. We'll talk to Andrew Brandt. Uh, He'll join us next, Taz Moose, on a Thursday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right, on this Thursday morning, Andrew Brandt will join us here momentarily. Um, Columnist uh, with MMQB, NFL Business Insider. Uh, former executive with the Green Bay Packers. They open up the season on the road tonight in Chicago against the Bears. He'll join us here momentarily. Uh, Bogus is in the house. Final time this morning. What's up, Andrew? 
Good morning, everybody. Here's your report. It is sponsored by the National Association of Realtors. Realtors do more than buy and sell homes. They stand up for your right to own one, too. That is what realtors do. It is the most played rivalry in NFL history. It dates back to 1920, meeting number 197 for Chicago and Green Bay. Kicks off the new season at Soldier Field at 7.20 local time tonight. So what's Khalil Mack's favorite part of playing the Packers? Second Aaron Rodgers, man. Uh, <laughs> With your back. It's always fun. It's always fun playing against that guy. Uh, going against one of the best in the game and mm. understanding that it's one of the biggest rivalries. It just ups that level of competition. Mack debuted as a Bear against these Packers last season. He had a strip sack, a pick six, and recovered a fumble. He and most Bear starters set out the entire preseason, so tonight's their first game action since last year's playoff loss. Chicago- yeah, that's, sorry, that's a good way. Aaron Rodgers, right? He didn't play all preseason. Like, all right, now I got to deal with Khalil Mack. First yeah, game, yeah. live, live, Fresh. live game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Have fun. Chicago tight end Trey Burton's a game-time decision with a groin injury. Falcons owner Arthur Blank said Tuesday an extension for wideout Julio Jones should be done this week. Yesterday, Atlanta reportedly reworked a couple of contracts to create $5 million in cap space, presumably to redirect towards Jones. You know, I was looking uh, just now uh, at Twitter, uh, Andrew and Moose, and um, uh, the the NFL tweeted out a pretty cool picture. I don't know if you guys saw this. It's all the players like looking. Yeah, it's from a, the it's beach. A, it's look, yeah, they're looking at a looks like you know I can't tell my a lighthouse or something. They, they have palm trees around them, and it's pretty cool. It's um, it's it's a character. It's a drawings. It's all at the top players, oh, cool. quarterbacks, Breeze, Antonio Brown, well, Mahomes, Brady. Party trophy. Yeah, oh, that's what it is. Oh, you're right. I look like a lighthouse from a distance. Good, good call. Yeah, with the yeah, sun. No, I wasn't so looking down at, in Miami. No, you're right. That's exactly what it is. Everyone so anyway. looking south. It's cool. That's yeah, a cool it's picture. Cool. Yeah, everyone looks. Oh, you figured it all out. Wow, most year. The south, the Miami. Wow. Super Bowl, Moose. Vince Lombardi Man. trophy. Such there you, you are really just yes. Yes. intelligent, man. Right, yeah. <laughs> I didn't you can have, buddy. All right, uh, baseball things happened last night, guys, but relatively unimportant. So now back to you. All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Great job this morning. Uh, Andrew Brandt now joins us. Uh, and uh, he's been on with us before, NFL Business Insider, columnist, MMQB. Hey, Andrew, Tass and the Moose with you. Thank you for, you for a couple minutes this morning. Hey, guys. Always a pleasure. It's, uh, you know, this is quite a day all my lives. You know, my life as an agent, my life as a team executive and now kind of a business of football analyst where it turns this is the day it all turns from <laughs> off-season mode which is actually a busier time for the the, the jobs that i've had uh, to in-season mode and i just tweeted out you know this is where front offices in the nfl really let out their big exhale mm. because the product is done yeah uh, they're on to 2020 now, yeah, we may we can talk about maybe Dallas has another extension before Saturday, but this is this is the turnover, and the front offices have spent six months architecting, massaging, molding these teams, and now it's up to the coaches. For better or worse, the product is finished, and these teams are turned over to the coaches. Well, I think that's a good point, Andrew. Uh, that a lot of people don't think about it's. it's you're right. The coaches now. They're in charge of getting this thing, winning games, and players are in charge of performing the right way. Speaking of players and great players, uh, one signed to a huge money deal, as you know, with Zeke Elliott. Yeah. Uh, we'd love your overall impressions, Andrew, over the uh, Zeke Elliott contract. 
Well, this is one of those, sounds like I told you so, but this guy was never going to miss time. And I sort of remarked to people, what do you think he's training for in Cabo? Right, right. The XFL? <laughs> I mean, he wasn't going to miss time because he knew that whatever deal was on the table, if he get maybe a last-minute sweetener, you know, was going to be a lot better than what he had. Now, we haven't seen the details, but, you know, my first impression is the player gets what he wants in terms of the public knowledge of the biggest contract ever. I don't know if it is or not. We can look at the details. The team gets eight years. I mean, think about eight years. Uh, two years was left on the deal, six more years added. I mean, there's no way he's a productive running back at the end of that deal. He can be the greatest running back ever, but he's not going to be productive in eight years. And I guess I look at it, Originally, I looked at it like, wow, the Cowboys got eight years on this guy. But then I thought about it with running backs. You know, you take what you can get because it's such a disadvantaged position. So my feeling now is whether it's eight years or 800 years, it doesn't matter. You know, he's not getting another deal. So might as well just say, yeah, Cowboys, take whatever years you want. Just give me my money. And for a running back... I understand that deal. You understand the deal, and and you get in, and obviously the running back position certainly is where guys and you know. But do you think you know Taz and I were talking about a little bit earlier, Andrew? Uh, do you think what Elliott getting paid now can only work in certain set or circumstances? Do you think it's yeah. it's a sign of things to come here with other running backs who've got a couple years left on their initial rookie packs? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the question I've been asked a lot this week is whether it's running backs or whether it's Clowney or whether it's Trent Williams or, uh, you know, you can do this, whatever people think this is, holding out, flexing your muscles, power. You can if you're special. I mean, there is a handful of players that can do what Elliott and Clowney and a couple years ago, Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, but you better be in that category. So you're asking me if, if this is a game plan for running backs. Well, maybe. I mean, if you're Saquon Barkley in a couple of years, and he's the way he is today, but the number of people that can, can literally do this without consequence, you can count on one hand. Right. Right, yeah, we we hit on that earlier talk about Barkley and also Kamara, Kamara, you know, guys like that that are just amazing players. Like a Melvin Gordon, you know, he's sitting out right now. He, he's not getting that. He's not as good a player as he can. He's just not as special. I mean, he's turning down, what, 10 mil or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, that's a careful what you wish for because right, 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 right. he holds out. They offer him double. He's making five. They offer 10. He's, he doesn't want 10. So what's his option? Now to try right. to get traded? No one's going to trade for him because – no one's going to give the Chargers what they want and what what he wants. So he's going to come back tail between his legs at some point. Yeah, he's got to. Uh, so I want to ask you, Andrew, Antonio Brown, as you know, always in the news, always always talking about him. And, yeah. you know, we, we you know, no shocker to anyone, right, that this guy caused uh, causing headaches already. But are you surprised it's this early that he's stirring up, you know, you know what, this early before one game? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. listen, we haven't even seen him on the field. And, uh, <laughs> but I guess the question for, for Mayock and Gruden is how much of this is a surprise? Because there's no one listening that 
doesn't know Antonio Brown was, not only is, but was a diva. And so Mayock and Gruden knew it. So how much of this is a surprise? You know my saying, greater talent equals greater tolerance. How much tolerance quotient do they have out there? And uh, we've seen some good cop, bad cop with Gruden and Mayock. And, you know, on that fine yesterday, they had to do that. I, I don't agree with anyone that say you don't do that to your star player, but, like, of course you do that because you're protecting your rights if things go south, which <laughs> that guy's combustible. So you have to do that. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, Andrew, from a, you know, a business perspective. You know, Jim Irsay, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, the, you know, the, the Colts are valued at a, a tad under, I think, two and a half, two point six billion dollars. He was offered three point two billion dollars to buy the Indianapolis Colts. When you look at the valuations of these NFL franchises, you know, and you know, you heard Mark Cuban a couple of years ago talk about the fact of, you know. Uh, you know, pigs get you know fat pigs get slaughtered, right? Um, right. Do you, where, where I mean, as as valuations go up, revenue streams go up. I mean, you know, where's the end point here? I mean, it's it's almost ridiculous the amount of money that's coming into the NFL and where these franchises are valued at. Yeah, and really, you know, if you step back and look at all the contract negotiations for individual players and then the CBA. And then you see a story like this, you just got to roll your eyes. You know, you know these owners are fighting, and they're they're saying we can't guarantee future deals because we got this rule, and you got to fund it up front, and we can't do that. I mean, come on, <laughs> the the asset values, and whether that report's true or not, wow. I mean, the the latest sale is Carolina for about two 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 five. Uh, and people can have their opinion of where Carolina would rank value-wise among their favorite teams, but it's probably lower lower half of the NFL. Uh, so I just think, you know, franchise values are going up and up, and you're right. When you look at the NFL, we've gone through the concussion problem, and what I mean by that is we've had – the movie and the League of Denial and all that talk, and it seems to have not... Maybe there's some participation issues at, at, at high school levels, but it hasn't done anything to NFL popularity. We've gone through the Kaepernick issue. It hasn't done anything to NFL popularity. So I don't know what the threat is for the NFL going forward. I guess the threat is younger generations wanting more on-demand content. But I, I just think you're going to invest, and you got billions, that's the place to go. I just don't see a diminution in value any time. Uh, Andrew, uh, so tonight, um, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. you know, they go at it, you know, right there in Chicago against the Bears. Uh, what's your ex- expectation or excitement level for Aaron Rodgers with this new offensive stuff, with the new coach and the whole new system? Uh, give us your thoughts on it, please. Yeah, I'm obviously biased 10 years there. But right, I know, know Aaron well, but... Uh, I think the whole world's looking at this like what's what's the what's the chemistry factor between Matt Lafleur and Aaron? And you know, listen, you're talking to the guy that hired Mike McCarthy 13 years ago, and we had all those same excitement and expectation back then. Absolutely, uh, first with Brett, and then with Aaron, and now it's all over again. But, you know, listen, the McCarthy relationship got stale, and that 
you know, if Matt LaFleur is there with Aaron 13 years from now, that'll be the same thing. It's just, it happens in life. So, yeah, renewed energy, new offense. I've talked to Aaron about, you know, looking at cut-ups from when LaFleur was in Atlanta with Julio Jones, when LaFleur was in Washington, Robert Griffin's great year. You know, they're looking, and they, and they get excited looking at all that. So, yeah, a lot of excitement to see what happens against a great Bears defense. Could yeah, be great. Do you think the, the criticism, uh, you know, certainly after the fallout with McCarthy being done in Green Bay, and we saw a number of stories come out, yeah. you know, talking about the relationship and just what went awry, do you think some of the criticism of Rodgers has been un, unjustified here, Andrew? I do. I realize I'm a biased opinion. I just think, you know, I'll say it this way. Whatever is said about Aaron flexing some muscles in terms of his abilities and his uh, status, good or bad, it happens in every locker room. I mean, there are alpha dogs in every locker room, so, and usually at the quarterback position. So I'm not so sure whether, how much of it's true or not true, but whatever it is, it happens everywhere. And there has been a lot of focus on Aaron because I think people like to point fingers at him, maybe because, I don't know, he dates famous women or whatever it is. There just seems to be a little more target on him than some of these other top quarterbacks. Well, Andrew, we certainly appreciate the time this morning. We really do. Always great catching up with you. Enjoy the opener tonight, Packers and Bears, and uh, we'll chat again soon. Thanks, Likewise, Andrew. Guys. Thank you. Take care, man. Yeah, take you, care. You got Andrew Brandt, uh, oh. NFL uh, business insider, as he mentioned, uh, former agent, former executive with the Green Bay Packers, MMQB columnist. Uh, it does it all right now, giving you a little bit of a feel in terms of as we get you set for the opener tonight. Yep, yep. Uh, Packers and Bears out there in Chicago. Uh, we got the undercard coming your way next. Sorry about that. No, that's all right. <laughs> I, thought were, I thought you were throwing something. It was uh, a second, rubbing alcohol went flying across the studio. It did. It yes, did. It did. Uh, but all good. All good. Yeah. Um, the undercard comes your way next. It's a big Thursday morning program. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, make sure to download that podcast. Right, Tad? Yes, sir. Uh, uh, go to uh, Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, and grab the show every day for free right there. And you mentioned another place you can go get it. The other Stitcher day. Jones. Stitcher Radio. There you go. Stitcher, I believe, has it. Spotify, we're looking into. Okay. But the Taz Show, you can get on Spotify. There you go. <laughs> okay. There you Ra- go. And Basketball Drives? Uh, that's a... No. Nope. Uh, I'm not sure. Is it there? It is. Oh, wow. Whoa. Wow. It's on Spotify. Wow. It is, yeah. I got shut down there. Mike, congrats. Yes. I got a question. How how exactly are we looking into whether we're on Spotify? Meanwhile, the producer of our show is doing a podcast, and we fire it out there, and he boldly comes out and says, it is. Next question. Um, it's a good question. Uh, Do you have a good answer for me? Bro, um, I never thought of it like that because I didn't know Basketball Drives uh, was on Spotify. Mike, is your podcast also on Apple Podcasts? It is. Oh wow, he's spreading it. He's spreading it out. Uh, no, so I see I, no, no, I, I get that. One must hold on a second. Is it on Radio.com? That's a no. no. It's not because Radio.com has different policies. I, I don't control Radio.com. Is, I can't. Look is into Taz it. and the Moose on on Spotify? I can't look at it. I don't know. I don't. I don't think we are. Every time I check, it says no, but there's no way for me to access. Mike, it. can you get that rectified for you, Moose? Sure. Taz and the Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 
It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Got Packers, Bears tonight. NFL season gets going. Big football Friday show for us tomorrow. Uh, We'll have college picks. We'll have NFL picks. We'll obviously recap everything we watch tonight in the National Football League as well. Across the college landscape will be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, yes. I had a little, um, (laughs) you'll love this. Uh, Your friend, Pete the Body. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, sends me a little trade. Oh, okay. And listen to this. I'm gonna, this is for public consumption for our fantasy football league moose. This guy tries to make a move. You know, everybody that knows what's going on here, I want Devin Singletary, the young running back for the Bills. I wanted to make a trade. He's offering me to, to take Austin Eckler from me, the starting running back for the Chargers, to give me Singletary. And he said, bro, I don't care. You know, it's, it's all for fun. You know, it's not like there's a big prize at the end here. Right? Yeah. And I said, well, wait a minute. When I offered you Albert, Wil- Albert Wilson, you, you, you know, you were like all upset. Now it's all for fun. I'm not giving him most of that. Oh, one. you're talking about Pete Gass. What did I say, Pete the Body? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Pete Gass. I was, was thrown off. My bad. I, well, I said the wrong name. That's right. No, no, no. no. I was, it was like, reason, I thought it was a good reason to be thrown off. I said the wrong name. <laughs> Pete Gass. I apologize. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, so Pete Gass. I, well, that, that's not true. So, well, he, then he's looking at Austin Eckler as being more valuable than Singletary. I. I, you wouldn't make this trade. I can't make this trade. No, I'm I not, would not make that trade. No. no, in the Gordon scenario, I would not make that trade. I agree with you there. The yeah. fact that there's, you know, you still got Frank Gore up there in Buffalo. It seems like there's going to be three running backs to yeah, get some burn. Now Singletary may eventually push through, but it could be a month, five, six weeks before that ends up being. The People case. are saying though that Singletary is going to be like one of the key guys, one of the yeah, key sleeper no, running backs. Could, yeah, I and, don't disagree with that. But the thing is, the, the goal of Pete Gas—that's the point. And then he's got the nerve to say, oh, if I made that trade, you'd rip me on the air. I would never share of, if not for public consumption, well, that's with me and Pete. <laughs> that's not true. He's right about that. I wouldn't do that. You know. he's the right, he is right about that. That's fair. I mean. So, Pete Gass, if you're listening. Yeah. He said no. Right. You don't, you don't have to the worry about. Yeah. yeah the, 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 it, was, it was done right here. No. Right on the air. Right. So, you can take it and stick it. Okay? Try again. You want Albert Wilson? You can have him. Give me Singletary. <laughs> I Actually, I caught him. him. I know. I, I think everyone Wilson. could have him. <laughs> Poor he's Al out Wilson. there. He's listening. To these guys kill me. Right. Let's get all my back. Poor guys. I got. Uh, here we go. The three. Uh, the undercard. Taz and the Moose present the undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. Uh, all right. Let's go. All right. Here we go. Uh, Thank you, Mike. Americans are willing to name their child Pumpkin Spice if they get the coffee for life. Would you make that trade? All right. Pumpkin Spice. Lower the music a tad. Oh, yep. Wrong one. Yeah, no. Thank you. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong A little bit. Double dipping Joe. It's been three years. It's like, oh, what's that, Mike? (laughs) So for everyone that didn't hear that or thought Mike was a little muffled, uh, (laughs) I can try the question again. Try it out there Take two, Mike. All right, here we go. Uh, Let's try this again. Americans are willing to name their child Pumpkin Spice to get coffee for life. Would you make the trade? No, I wouldn't. Uh, that's a no. Yeah, you can't do that. Think about nope. Child. Run around, you name the kid Pumpkin Spice, he's going to get his ass whooped on a regular basis. Well, I mean, just that. It's, uh, it's just a terrible name. Give your kid a chance. That's Thank you can't for free coffee. It's like, you know. I mean, uh, don't be a cheapo. This kid's a senior don't in high school. Yourself, yeah, right. Who knows? Oh, they the could go by the initials P.S. Uh, pumpkin Spice in P. the back. P.S. Thompson. What's yeah, your name? P. Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin Spice Retuglo. Right. Okay. Got right. it. 
Yeah, I mean, pumpkin spice. No, no, no. Oh, you can't you, do that. That's, uh, uh, that's oh, moron. can we go to this uh, this young lady in, uh, in fifth grade? Uh, Carmel Macchiato was the answer. Yeah. I mean, that's the next thing. Like, well, Trente, give me another one. You're drinking all fancy drinks that you like at Starbucks. Uh, vanilla latte? Yeah. Oh, Trente vanilla latte. Oh, you know the first president of the United States, really? Yes. Let me break these stupid names. <laughs> no, you can't do that. No, you you can't. can't. You're right. You Fine. can't. You got to go. Think about your child. No, that's not worth it. No. Right. Not at all. Manly names or femaly men? Femaly. Right. Femi- now, if you're, Fe- you're saying it's a Big Mac. Well, Big Mac's oh, a good name. That's a good name. Hey, Big Mac, what do you got? Right, exactly. Yeah, what up? Right, exactly. Yeah, Big Mac, that's Big a good Mac. name. Yeah. Big hey, Mac. McDonald's, How about- you get well, free Big Macs for the rest of your life. Can't name your kid Whopper. No, you can't name a Whopper. Oh. Depends what line think, of work he goes into. Kinda- no, yeah, right. Well, <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. But at... at- you know, let's look at oh, posting a picture of your son, uh, you know, when he's in first grade. Oh, here's Whopper's first this day of school. This is my kid, Big Whopper. You're like, Whopper. Wow, you see why. Right. That's podcast stuff. that is. Here we go. Next. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Dolphins offensive coordinator Chad O'Shea on why Josh Rosen isn't starting. He's still learning the offense. Ooh. Will he ever learn the offense? Yeah, I think you'll see Rosen this year at some point in time. The Dolphins are going to be really bad. Dolphins are going to be really bad. Here's what they need to figure out because they're going to be and have an opportunity to draft one of these college quarterbacks next April. Taz is, you know, he might be still learning the offense. It might be still rough. And, and you know, at some point, though, they got to figure out what they have in Josh Rosen. Yeah. Uh, because they cannot be moronic and go through the year and play Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, and not figure out what they have in Rosen and what is going to be a really bad year. Their over-under number, I think, is four and a half. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, they might win two, three games this season if they win that. I mean, they're going to be a really bad football team. they got to figure out what they have in Rosen so they have a good feel going into next April what they want to do with the draft. Tell you what, I am, I, I am with you 100% on uh, Miami for sure. You know, and people think that just because someone comes from that, that you know, uh, that Bill Belichick system as Flores, you know what I mean? I think that it's just a foregone conclusion. You're just going to roll up and start winning. That's not what's going to happen here in Miami. That's for sure. You know what I mean? That that's not. Now, I, uh, side note, complete side note. I got PCAS texting me, ripping me, saying because I called him Pete the Body and I made a mistake. Well, I'm sick of this guy. I'm so glad you made me give my phone number to that guy. Well, he'll be. He's he's a good man. He's a good ass. man. Someone made a mistake. He's back, Pete. Thank right. you, Moose. Next. I love when you have my back. We're all overpaid. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bill Belichick was asked if he was excited for the start of the season. Bill, after all these years, do you still get excited for the, for the opening night? Yeah, I like football. I like football season and all the things that go with it. Is there anything more Bill Belichick than that? It's a work, Mike. It, it, there is nothing more Bill, Be- Bill Belichick than that, and that's why he does it. It's a work. And it's I funny. Think it's, great. it's funny, and it's, but you, you don't buy it. Very entertaining. You know, you know it's a work, though. You know what he does this on purpose. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, but it doesn't bother me. It's entertaining. It is entertaining. It's entertaining. I take it for what it is. It's entertaining. I like his short responses. I like his snarky, sarcastic responses. Um, I, I like all that. I like the tone, the treble. I, I, I think it all yeah. just works. Does it bother you that some people in the media buy in and think this is how he really is? Like they're mocks. No, because they're, if you if there are people that tell you that know Belichick, they talk about how great of a personality he is. He's a funny guy. You get him outside the football. No, I, I, 
it, you know, I don't know. You know, that might be a work of people telling you that they buy into the work. Oh, really? Ever think about that? There's such thing as a, as a double, a double work. work. you got to watch the double that work. It's a rare du- thing, but it that happens. could be a double it's work a good right point. there. That's a rare I thing. I stumbled upon out. something I didn't know was a real <laughs> thing. Double work's a rare thing. Yeah, very rare. It's like yeah. the solar eclipse. <laughs> Here we go. Next. I bring uh, accountability. And finally, Cam Newton set the Guinness World Record with 51 one-handed catches in a minute. Could you do that? How many could you do? Uh, I, I, that's a great question. I, obviously off the, the jugs machine, right? You're talking about the jugs? Yeah, I'd probably catch every one of them, I would think. And probably 60 in a minute. The old nope. record was 45, so he surpassed. 45? Four, the old record was 45, so he caught 51 in 60 seconds, which I'm, is a lot. I did 41, so I'm just, you know. That's two hands. you got to be doing two hands. I use one. Mike P, great job, bogus. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Until tomorrow, peace. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.